0: Did you know that the 4th of July is on a Thursday this year? That's going to be a full weekend of fun out on the deck four days. But if your deck isn't what it used to be and you aren't using it for great family gatherings, you need to call my friends at All Weather Decks. All Weather Decks is a 24-time winner of the Angie Super Service Award. And they probably help one of your neighbors. Click on the map link at allweatherdecks.net. Call All Weather Decks today at 913-206-1974 or go to allweatherdecks.net and mention you heard it on 810. Call now and relax.
2: Is something that happens in life, it happens in sports, and I think we have to teach kids how to do that more effectively.
1: This is where sports talk gets
2: real. That word, playing, it's gone from our society in a lot of ways with kids.
1: And now, here's your host, rated as one of the best therapists in Kansas City by OnlineTherapy.com, Dr. Andrew Jacobs.
2: Good morning, Kansas City. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. It's Championship Sunday. If you have been living under a rock, actually under a bunch of rocks, you wouldn't know that. But it's it's the day we've been fortunate enough to be experiencing here in Kansas City for the last five years. This is the sixth year in a row where the Kansas City Chiefs are playing in the NFL's AFC Championship game. And I'm pumped. I'm excited. I know pretty much everybody is, because this is it. Now, of course, it's the first time the Chiefs are playing the championship game on the road. Big deal. I'm tired of all the stuff being talked about. About Well, it's the first time Patrick Mahomes Patrick has never played a playoff game on the road. So, who he, he knows what he's going to do? Well, he showed that last week. Now, it doesn't mean Chiefs are going to win today. It doesn't mean Chiefs are going to lose. But... I don't think it matters for Patrick Mahomes where he plays. He is such a competitive guy; it doesn't matter. So we're going to get into this today because I'm going to talk about two words: attitude, and, or it's three: attitude and effort. That's going to be the premise of the show today, and I want to get into it with you and get your thoughts. As you know, I've been here uh, for thirty; I'm in mean, my 33rd year on the radio, the last 23 years here at Sports Radio 10 WHB, my 43rd year of work. As a sports psychologist, I've had the privilege to work with a number of NFL players. I was the Royals' first sports psychologist. I was KU sports first sports psychologist, worked with the Olympic team. Uh, last week, I hope you enjoyed our interview with Tommy Townsend and Harrison Butker, two incredibly great athletes, and uh, of course, Harrison this year has had a year... Um, I got to tell you, I I mean, now I'm a little bit biased. I think Harrison Bucker is the best kicker in football. There are about a half dozen kickers. They're all great. I know Justin Tucker was named to the Pro Bowl. But if you look at statistics, Harrison's statistics were better. uh, But the Pro Bowl is a popularity contest. So that doesn't matter. Um, And I know probably for him, he would have probably liked to have made it. But there are bigger things that are more important. Attitude and effort. That's what it's about today. Baltimore's playing at home. They're a fantastic team. They have an incredible quarterback in Lamar Jackson, incredible defense, great players. John Harbaugh, their coach, is a great coach. He's been to the Super Bowl before when he coached against his brother Jim when he was the 49ers coach several years ago. He's been there a long time. He's a former Andy Reid assistant. You know, they they know each other very well. So what's it going to come down to? I mean, both of these teams are are incredibly talented. Now, the Chiefs have a few key injuries. Joe Tooney is not playing, the All Pro guard who hurt his pectoral muscle last week, and that's going to that 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 hurts when you lose an All Pro player, especially against Baltimore's defense. Darius Tony's not playing. Derek Nottie's not playing again. Other than that, pretty much everybody's playing. Baltimore's roster is is a lot healthier. Most of their players are all active. But here's here's you know, strategies aside, this is the type of situation you got two teams who are are pretty evenly evenly matched. Baltimore's at home so they have the edge there. Obviously Lamar Jackson's an incredible athlete. But then again, Patrick Mahomes isn't too bad himself. So what's it gonna come down to? I think this this is just my impression. And I want to open up our phone lines right away and get your thoughts. I know there are a lot of Chiefs fans out there. There are probably some Ravens fans out there as well. Of course, there's another game going on too between the, the Detroit Lions who are having that Cinderella season up against the 49ers. And I listened to Dan Campbell, the Detroit coach, the other day, and he goes, "I don't, I don't care where we're playing, who we're playing, we're playing. That's an attitude thing. And I think when it comes down to it, I always like to say you can to have two athletes who are physically the same, but the one with a stronger mind will come out on top. So what's a stronger mind? I talk about preparation, focus, attitude, confidence. Those four words are the keys to success. Getting prepared properly. And obviously these teams know how to prepare because they're in the AFC and NFC championship games. So being prepared is not going to be the issue. Focus. Focus is going to be, you know, an issue in the sense of being able to do that, but they wouldn't be here if they didn't know how to focus. There are three kinds of attitudes, positive, negative, and realistic. Let's face it, when you're playing in an opposing team's home with rabid fans, as Baltimore has, just like they are here, it can be loud, it can be intimidating. But that's where it all comes down to the bottom bottom of of the four words, and that's self-confidence. The ability to believe in yourself, your skills, your ability. So, I want to open up our phone lines and get your thoughts. Our phone number is 913-3810-810. How important do you think attitude and effort are? I have a Super Bowl, Chief Super Bowl jersey from one of the players I work with in my office. And on his jersey, he wrote the letters FOE. It stands for Focus on Effort. Because that's our big, that's what we talk about every week, your effort. What do you have to do to focus on you and what you have to do? And he's done pretty damn well with that. Because he says, you know, we talk about the difference between focusing on effort, FOE, versus focusing on results, FOR. I think, and this is just me selfishly saying this having worked with Olympians and world champions, national champions, the whole thing. When you you get to this point, you're all good. You're all really good. But when you get to this point, it comes down to what you're focusing on. If you're focusing too much on, I better make this catch or I better not miss this catch or, or I better make this kick or I better make this tackle, then you're focusing more on results instead of saying, all right, what do I have to do to make this catch? what I need to do to get a first down, what I need to do to stop this guy. That's what I think it comes down to. And the physical skills that these guys have are are obviously comparable. There's there's not a lot of difference between the, the skills these players have at this point. The confidence that can lead to cockiness sometimes can be a problem. I think when you have an athlete or a team who gets extra cocky and starts to feel like, you know, hey, we're so good we can do it, that takes away from their their focus on effort and they start to think more on their their results. All right, if you've played sports before, if you've coached before, I'd love to get your thoughts on this. You know, at the end of every, every big game, when you hear interviews with the key players and coaches. They always talk about these words. Confidence. And attitude. And effort. It's always mentioned. Because to me in the end. That's what it comes down to. When you get to this point. You're all really good. Everybody playing. Is an all pro. I mean they been be the all pro team. But to be on these teams. And playing and starting. And competing at this level. They're all pro, they're, they're pros. Now. Here in Kansas City, we've been spoiled the last five years with the success this team has had. I mean, five AFC Championship games here, winning three, losing two in overtime. I mean, if you've listened to the show, you know, I've been going to Chiefs games since the first game they ever played back in 1963 in the Milgrams Grocery Bowl against the Bills. I've got the program for it. I've only missed nine games since the first game they ever played when I've been in town. And, you know, I've been a fan growing up, but now all the years I've worked professionally, I've worked with over 30 Chiefs players. I've worked with probably about 50 NFL players. And every one of them, if they came on here right now, would agree with me about this. It comes down to effort. It comes down to attitude. It comes down to confidence. Because they're all good. They're really good. So I'd like to hear from you. If you're a coach... You've coached in a championship game before, whatever the level. I don't care where it's at. How important do focus, attitude, and effort and confidence play? What's your opinion on that? How do you coach that? And how do you work with your athletes if they're lacking that? Our phone number is 913 3810 As I said, I've had the privilege to work with athletes at all levels of competition from youth sports to the professional and Olympic level. I've been in the Olympics in 1984. Watched our cycling team win nine medals. The first medals we won in 72 years. I saw people do things, set world records. I've been at three, three world championships with the cycling team back in the 80s. Working with the Royals. I was there in 1990 when George Brett won his third batting title. I got to meet... You know, I, I was part of the team. All the players knew, knew me very well. I was there every day. I'm still good friends with a lot of them. You know, Nick Lowry, my former co-host on here, one of the greatest kickers in NFL history, who never got the credit he should have, make quite frankly, the Hall of Fame, because when he retired, he was the most accurate kicker in football, and he kicked more field goals in football. And I remember a game against the Dolphins in the playoffs Nick went into that game, this is in the early 90s, he'd made 21 field goals in a row. He made the first three he attempted in that game, and the game came down to a 50-plus yard field goal at the end of the game. Chiefs were driving, left guard Dave Zaka got called for holding back, that was a 15-yard penalty, he moved the ball back, Nick had to kick a 51, 52-yard field goal, something like that. Straight on right at the goalposts. it fell literally six inches short in part because the dolphins behind those goalposts opened up these big doors and the wind was blowing in and that that knocked it down. And Nick talked about this on the show. He called me after the game. He was he was you know pretty down, but he said, "Look, I gave it everything I had. I mean, there's nothing more I could have done. I kicked kicked it straight on, dead on, but I can't do anything about the wind blowing it down." You know, last week as the Chiefs opened in Buffalo, Harrison Bucker made a 47-yard field goal into an extremely stiff wind. Tony Romo mentioned how impressive that was at the beginning of the game. And it came back to be a big kick because at the end, he saw Tyler Bass kicking for the same direction with his kick going way off to the side. The day before, the Packers kicker, Carlson, missed a kick towards the end of the game that would have tied the game, that resulted in them losing that game too. Now, that's not the only thing. That's the only reason these teams lost. But I I, I would bet if we could give them truth serum, they were probably focusing a lot on the result. I better make this kick. If I don't make this kick, we're going to lose versus focusing on what I have to do to make the kick. So to me... So much is on attitude and effort, but I'd like to hear from you. My producer Cavell's going to jump in here and join us now. That he's finished his breakfast, and uh, <laughs> jealous. You got to eat something anyway. But I'd love to hear if you're if you're a coach. Tell me, tell me what you think. How much do you think attitude and effort and focus, focusing on effort instead of results, is going to make a difference today? Our phone number is nine one three three eight ten eight ten. If you, I don't care if you have coached eight year old baseball, high school, college recreation whatever how much does effort versus results matter all right cavell tell me your thoughts on this good morning by the way my friend
3: good morning good morning no yeah i think it's i think it's important because you know like a lot of people want to deal with the result because that is what's immediate rather than the effort which takes time to develop and that's what most people don't want to do if that makes sense
2: Makes sense to me. I mean, that, that's where confidence comes in, right?
3: Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess this is on topic, off topic, but on topic. But uh, I remember I used to manage Pizza Hut, and I was a big process guy at one of the cleanest stores. I had one of the best running operations, but they had a thing called HQSE, which was how you, you know, it was, which was the big quarterly checkup. Like, they send people to come in and check everything. And I had all the processes in place to have a successful store because I turned the store around. But we had one of those HQSEs and we failed it because I had, I had, uh, what is it? We had truck that day and I had raw chicken over frozen chicken. Or what, what was it? No, it was a specific brand of chicken. Like, the breaded chicken had to be on top and we failed, and it's a big deal to fail those, but in reality, that's just the process of how things are going to happen, but that's not how corporate handle situations, and that's not how I thought about it, if that makes sense.
2: So what are you telling me?
3: What am I telling you? Yeah, well, I'm just, I guess, reinforcing the effort takes time. You're going to have failures. You're going to have things where you don't get right. It's not the end of the world. But that's why most people look at the results, not the effort.
2: Yeah. I mean, it, 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 at the end today, whichever teams win these games and will be playing the Super Bowl in two weeks, that's what everybody's going to think about. And how they get there has a lot to do with, with I, I think, you know confidence, Attitude and effort. Mm-hmm. And where's the focus going to be? So if, if you're a coach, I'd love to hear from you. No one's called in yet. I'd love to hear if you're, if you're a coach, how important do you think focusing on effort is instead of focusing on results? And what do you tell your athletes in the, in the heat of the game? you got to make that shot? you got you, you got to score the touchdown? Or do you emphasize more on the effort of getting there? I'd love to hear from you on that because I, I, I think – you know, there's a very prominent baseball player I work with with the Royals. And one day, in batting practice, comes out of the cage as he's been warming up, and he grabs me. He goes, "Doc, you know how messed up I am, man." And I go, "You are not messed up." He goes, "Doc, man, look up, look, look, up, look at the scoreboard, man. When I come up, all the stats are up there, man, about how I suck." Because I'm a 270, 280 hitter, I'm hitting 230. I, I just, I just suck. I said, well, if that's the way you're going to look at it, then yeah, you probably are. I only asked this question: When you step up in the bo- in the box to hit, aren't you supposed to be looking at the pitcher, not the scoreboard? And he looked at me and, and he he just asked, he goes, you know what it's like to stand in that batter's box? I said, no, I've never been there. But I said. Isn't your focus supposed to be on the pitcher, not the scoreboard? And he, he grabbed me and hugged me. and says, "Doc, you're right. I'm focusing too much on my stats." I said, "Yeah, your stats, your stats don't matter. There, that's history. Your stats are as, as important as George Washington being dead." I said, "It doesn't matter." Well, that night he went two for four, drove in the game-winning run, and he told me afterwards. He goes it totally changed his perspective and he started doing a lot better because that's where he was at. All right, let's go, let's go to the phones. we got our first brave call of the morning. Let's talk to Eric. Eric, good morning. I'm Dr. Jacobs. How you doing?
4: Good morning, doc. Really love your show and everything that you do to help athletes and coaches. Well, thank you. Um, I've been a basketball coach for about 25 years. I've worked with players from NBA college, high school to even youth players. And, um, one of the biggest things I think is, as you talk about focusing on effort, is the work that you put in before the game. Um, as you talk about the Chiefs this week, um, the focus for the whole week has been the game plan, knowing your plays, knowing your role. So when you get to the game, now all that all that focus can turn into your effort because you're going to make mistakes, you're going to miss blocks, you're going to miss catches, you're going to miss assignments. But if your effort is where it should be, as a coach, I always believe that you can make up for it. Um, it's the hard thing to do for players because most players don't understand what it takes to win at a championship level because as a youth in high school, Not everybody wins. Um, You can be a great athlete and never win. So how do you learn how to win and focus on your effort when you have mental distractions as parents who are always in your ear? Um, How do you, you know, are able to focus on turning all those things that are talking inside your head into the effort that is needed by your teammates and by the coach to make sure that you're getting the proper I should say the proper uh, results wanted that create success.
2: So as a coach, what do you do to to help that, to guide guide them through that?
4: Um, One thing I've used is always telling players uh, just some advice I've heard from your show. is control what you can control. If you can control your focus of effort towards that particular situation, then you can't control what happens on the back end of a shot going in or if you made the wrong pass or set the wrong screen. So being able to do what you've been trusted to do for so long and having the confidence that you can do the job.
2: Well, I, I think that too many people focus on results instead of the effort it takes to get the result during the competition, and that's where they get in trouble. What are your thoughts on that?
4: Yes, because at the end of the day, everybody wants to win. And so coaches want the best result, but what is your best result is effort. Um, there was a basketball game on last night um, with the Houston Cougars and the K-State Wildcats. And Coach Sampson, who is a very amazing coach, uh, been around for years, uh, he had a quote, and he said, if I can teach you, get you to play hard, then I can teach you to play basketball. So coming back to your point about effort, if you play hard, everything else will work out in how it's supposed to with everything that you want with your effort and your results because your focus is not just the game but giving the maximum effort to make sure you have success. Even as a worker in a factory, if you're not worried about, okay, the clock is running from the time I get in to the time I leave instead of, okay, let me focus on making sure I'm using my effort to make sure I'm getting the things I need to get done to help so I can help get the product, whatever that might be that I'm working with, to get it out and get it on the stores or wherever it might be. So effort Affects everything and everything we do. Even as a parent, you know my effort with helping my child be confident in their ability to learn and grow is still a. It's not the end result, but making sure that you're doing the right things to have positive, confident effort going forward forever and ever.
2: Well, Eric, listen. I want to thank you for calling, sir. Great, great comments, and thank you for listening to the show as well. Uh, you know, the bottom line is this. I mean, obviously, most people here who are Chiefs fans want to see the Chiefs win tonight. But I think what you're going to hear from whichever teams of the, of the two games, whichever teams do win, the teams that do win, I, I can almost promise you, assure you, they'll talk about their effort and they are talk about their confidence. And the teams that lose will probably talk about a lack of it. All right. Our phone number is 913 3810 I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. I'm talking about what I consider the keys to success for these two games today, the NFC and AFC Championship Games. Focus on effort, focus on attitude, focus on confidence. That's three words, attitude, effort, and confidence. I'd love to hear from you if you're a coach like Eric. Great call there. I'd love to hear if you are you're an athlete. Our number is 913 Give me a call and let's talk. We're on the Leader in Sports, Sports Radio 810 WHB. Good morning, everybody. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour from our flagship station, Sports Radio 810 WHB here in Kansas City. It's Championship Sunday, and the Chiefs are playing for the sixth year in a row. This just blows my mind, having been a Chiefs fan since I was in third grade. They're playing in their sixth championship game in a row. All the years going to Arrowhead. And the old municipal stadium, for that matter, and and being out at games mostly at at Arrowhead, where there were ten thousand people in the stands. I have a. uh, I used to take slot pictures for presentations I give, and I have a picture of Nick Lowry kicking a field goal against the Chargers in December. There was snow on the sidelines, and there were three. I I want to emphasize. Three people sitting in the end zone. Three people. That's how. That's how small the crowds were. And of course, now you know it's crazy out there. It'll be crazy in Baltimore. Crazy in San Francisco today. Attitude and effort. I want to ask you about those those words. How important do those words matter? I think in the end, whichever teams win today will emphasize their focus on effort and their focus on attitude. Our numbers nine one three. 3 8, 10, 8 10. Let's go back to the phones. Let's talk to Clayton. Clayton, good morning. How are you?
0: I'm great. How are you?
2: Great. Thanks for calling in. You have some comments for us?
1: Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I was going to say I totally agree with you guys. Um, as a high school football coach, you know, one of the things that I, I've preached for a long time is, you know, the only thing you can control uh, in a game um, is your attitude and effort. Um, whatever else happens in the game um, – You know, there's only very few things you control. And that goes for your life as well. Um, And so I also just think that, you know, if if your effort is is up to the level it needs to be, then the results will will, will come.
2: How do you get your athletes to believe that, though? Because we're such a materialistic society. We focus so much on numbers. We focus so much on results. How do you get someone during the course of competition to – Not focus on those things than to focus on what we're talking about here.
1: Right, I think it's just you know a buy-in and a lead-up. You know, it's those things you just kind of preach you know throughout the throughout the season and like you know for us like in the summer um, before the season even starts. Um, So, uh, yeah, I mean that's really what it is to me, honestly. Um,
2: Have you ever? Sorry, go ahead. And
1: I think I think success looks different for for everybody. Um, You know, I don't think everybody is. Necessarily, like you know, maybe chasing like a state championship every year, or you know, whatever. You know, maybe they're just looking to build off of a uh, you know a down year, so um, or rebuilding a program. So, I think success does look different for for a lot of schools.
2: Define success for me, Clayton. What's it mean to you?
1: Um, I mean, really, really just getting better uh, every day, just improving every single day. Um, Another one of the things we say is uh just be one percent better today than you were uh you know, yesterday, the previous day and you know you'll 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 get your results.
2: So what do you think for and you coach at the high school level? Yes. What do you think for high school kids the focus is on more so in a game and what what should it be on?
1: Well, uh I mean for for me, uh, kind of what I've seen is I don't know, a lot of them kinda of worry about, you know, their own like individual accolades I guess. Like you know, how many rushing yards that I have or uh, how many tackles that I have when, you know, it, it's it's really more about really teaching them and preaching. Well it's more about, you know, the team success. And you know, whatever we have for you for your role for that day or that game, you know, that that is how we feel uh, will best uh, get us to where we need to go to. And um, so I, I think, I mean, I'm not saying it's all kids, but I think some kids kind of get caught up in, you know, what what they're doing individually rather than the goal of the entire team.
2: So how do you get them out of that as a coach?
1: Um, I mean, again, I, I think it's just it's, it's buy-in and just, you know, kids realizing, um, you know, that, their each individual role is special um and it takes all 22 um you know football is the ultimate team game and you know 10 guys can be doing their job correctly but if one one screws up then you know the whole thing is you know a wash so um it, it's really just about preaching that and it's easier uh sometimes uh, or than others but or it's harder sometimes than, than others but um
2: Well, yeah. I think. Listen, first of all, okay. thanks for calling in today and sharing your thoughts. But you're hitting it right on the head, and, and you know, coaching high school kids is difficult because of all the distractions, and and there's there, there's there's a lot of focus on results instead of the effort. But I know with with the, with the literally thousands of high school kids I've talked to over the years, that's what I try to focus on: their effort versus the results. And for the most part, it seems to work. And we'll see what happens today. So Clayton, thanks for calling in today. I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, appreciate you guys. Go
2: Chiefs. Thank you. I agree. Go Chiefs. All right, that frees up our lines here at 913-3810-810. If you're a coach, I'd love to hear from you. If you're an athlete, I'd love to hear from you. If you're just a fan, just a big Chiefs fan, I'd love to hear from you. How important do the words attitude and effort matter? Let me rephrase that. Attitude, effort, and confidence matter in terms of what's going to happen today. I think in the end, whichever teams win between the 49ers and the Lions and the Chiefs and the Ravens, those words are going to be mentioned a lot. You know, I've, I've talked before on this show about a high jumper I worked with years ago at KU. My first work, job was the uh, sports psychologist of the KU track teams, 1981 to 82. And this individual's called the show. His name is Paul Titus. Paul. This, this emphasizes what I'm trying to get at today. Paul is a senior, uh, graduated Shawnee Mission East, senior at KU. We're doing the Big Eight champion Outdoor Track Championships down in Norman, Oklahoma. Paul's goal is to jump seven feet. He'd never jumped seven feet before. And we worked on his visualization. We worked on his focus, his preparation. And we got to Norman, and he clears the first jump at each of these heights, six eight, six nine, six ten, six eleven. And we're sitting on the infield and Turns and looks at me and goes, Oh my gosh, I'm at seven feet. I said, So what? You're just jumping. He looks at me and says, You're right, well he cleared seven feet. And he was so excited then he cleared seven one and a quarter and then he was done, he got third place and we won the big eight meet, in part because of his finish. And afterwards, he and I got interviewed by a KU journalism student intern named Kevin Harland, which was pretty interesting, one of Kevin's first interviews. Anyway, but Paul called my show a couple of years ago and talked about that. And he said, the reason I was able to do that was because I just focused on myself and my, my effort. I wasn't, if I'd been thinking about the results, like, like when I said to you, oh, my gosh, I'm at seven feet, and you and you said, meaning me, so what? Just just keep jumping. You're right. I wasn't thinking about the result. Joe Montana, 1993, Chiefs playoff game against Pittsburgh. Game's getting close to the end. Chiefs are down by a touchdown. It was fourth and ten. For those of you who may remember this, Montana kicks, or he didn't, no, he threw a touchdown pass to Tim Barnett in the end zone. Nick kicks the extra point. We go to extra, extra overtime. Nick kicks the field goal. We win first, you know he's victory in the playoffs forever after the game Montana was interviewed never met him which I'd love to have t- talked to him he said I didn't know it was fourth down I just knew we needed to score I just need to get the ball in the end zone effort it comes back to that all right let's go to the phones let's talk to Dave Dave good morning I'm Dr. Jacobs how are you doing
0: morning Dr. Jacobs doing great um I'll just get to it back in the day I coached youth basketball we're talking sixth and seventh graders okay he had it for two years and somehow this league uh, was developed according to where you live so I ended up getting a bunch of kids that some of them never even played basketball before so the first year we went oh and ten we got our butt kicked and uh my what I tried to teach that year is How are we going to score? You know, i only got so many kids that could halfway score. So the next year we gathered, and the first practice I took point on the offense, trying to teach some offense, and I had what I called guys that couldn't score on defense, the B team, if you will. So I was bringing the ball up, and I started noticing I got some kids on here that can play some defense. So my focus went from trying to outscore the other team to stopping the other team from scoring. So the whole philosophy of the year was defense. So what is defense? Pure effort, all heart, rebounds. All we did was rebounding drill, guarding drills. You know, we did some offense, but the whole focus went to defense. And I had this kid. He was a second baseman on my baseball team, too. That was springy, leafy. He couldn't hit the rim. Shoot, He didn't score at all the second year. But he was our most valuable player because that first practice he guarded me. I go, I can't get around this kid, and I'm a grown man. He had long arms, athletic, could jump, jump for a kid. I, so I started him on their point guard, and we ended up going nine and one, and we were leading in the championship game at halftime, and we ended up losing because they could just outscore. But it was a it was a successful year, obviously. And it was all defense that got us there, which I think was just all effort. That's what I got.
2: Well, that's a great story, and, and it, it sort of validates what I'm talking about. I mean, yeah. you, you, can you measure results? Yeah. Can you measure effort? No. Effort's a feeling. But in the end, that's that's what gets you where you want to go. Listen, I appreciate your, your story, Dave. Thanks for sharing that with us, and good luck you to you. You bet. Yep, thanks. All right, that for his upper lines here at 913 913- 3 8 10 8, 10 Love to hear from you. Get your thoughts. I'm talking about the difference between focusing on effort and focusing on results. What's more important? To me, it's the effort. The effort gives you the results. When you focus on the results, the pressure comes on. You're thinking about numbers and score. I think today, when we see the results of these games and the interviews with players and coaches afterwards, I think you're going to see an emphasis on effort both ways with the ones that win and lose. All right, our phone number is 913-3810-810. Give me a call, and let's talk. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs, run leader in sports, Sports Radio 810 WHB. Good morning everybody, I love that song. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs, this is the Sports Psychology Hour here at Sports Radio 810 WHB. Chiefs for me to come back home, let's hope with that championship trophy tonight. We'll see what happens today. I've been talking today about the what, what I think are two of the big keys to this game's success. Attitude and effort which results in confidence. Do you focus on attitude and effort, or do you focus on results and numbers? What do you do? You know, I remember the game against Houston four, gosh, five years ago now. Hard to believe. Chiefs are losing 24-0 at the end of the first quarter. What's Patrick Mahomes doing on the sideline? Pumping everybody up. Halftime Chiefs 27-24, 41-24 before Houston scores again. Why? Because of attitude and effort, not focusing on results. And remember the interview with he said he he told the guys on the team he said, "Hey, we've had some bad luck. Let's just play our game and get it back together, and one step at a time." Boom, 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 boom. A very, very prominent Royals player. One day we're on the road. He's not playing well. Goes over for four. After the game, he says, "Doc, we got to talk. Let's go to breakfast tomorrow." We go to breakfast, and I asked him, what are you thinking when you come up to bat? And he looked me in the eyes and says, I'm trying to hit two home runs with every swing. And we had a very interesting discussion about that, and I told him how stupid that was. And I said, let me ask you a question. A few years ago when you had this average and did this well, what were you thinking? And he looked at me and he goes, that's it. I said, what? He goes, I was just... Focus on making contact. I said, okay, why don't you focus on that again now instead of the numbers? So what does he do? Goes two for four that night and ends up uh, doing quite well for the rest of the year because his focus was on his effort, not results. All right, 913-3810-810 is the number. Let's go to Chris. Chris, good morning. How are you? I'm
1: doing okay, sir. How are you?
2: Great. Thanks for calling in. Get your thoughts.
1: Um um, so, I, I just, uh, I was I was a decent athlete. Um, I, I never call shows like this. It makes me a little nervous,
4: whatever. But uh,
2: Well, we're just having um, a conversation. That's all we're doing.
4: I understand, sir. Um, so, I, I was a decent athlete. And uh, what you're talking about is, like, your
1: confidence has to come from somewhere. Like, it has to start somewhere. It starts, like, in a gym or on a baseball field when no one else is watching. And you're working really hard at it. And... uh I had a lot of success playing sports, but it, it wasn't just given to me like I worked.
4: And I, that's basically all I have to say.
2: So, your mindset may, played a big role for you?
4: Well, I just, I
1: mean, I, I put so much effort into playing the sport that there was no way I wouldn't succeed because I, I worked very really hard
2: at it. So that was your focus and concentration was on that.
1: Yeah, just a lot of a lot of gym shots, a lot of a lot of alone time in the gym,
0: like a lot of
2: effort. There you go. That so you're just reemphasizing what we're talking about here today, and that's what allows you to be successful.
1: Yeah. So anyway, I will let you go, sir. I'll
2: listen up the air. Right. Hey, I appreciate it. Hey, hey, good you. call, good call. Thanks for sharing that. Call back again sometime. You did a good job. Appreciate no it. Okay, All right, take bye. care. All right, 913-3810-810 is the number. Plenty of time to get another call in. I'd love to hear from you if you are a coach, if you're an athlete. Hey, who's going to win today? Let's just let's just talk about that. Who's going to win? Chiefs, Ravens, 49ers, Lions. Who's going to win?
3: I believe the Chiefs and the Lions are going to be in the Super Bowl.
2: A rematch of Game 1 of the year.
3: Yep. Yep, and if somebody's been in a coma for twenty years, they're going to wake up. They're I mean, like the lions.
2: Except this time, Kadarius Tony will catch the ball and score.
3: Well, he's out this game.
2: Well, right, but the Super Bowl, if he's playing.
3: Okay, yeah, 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 and he's going to be the hero.
2: Yep, you know, people forget. People have short memories. You know, people have been on him a lot. The guy's been hurt most of the year, but uh, I remember the Super Bowl last year, the punt return he made. And uh, he doesn't do that. We don't win that game. Attitude and effort, confidence. I think you know, focusing on effort instead of results is going to give us the best chance to win today. It'll give whoever wins the best chance to win. That's where I think. I think Patrick Mahomes has an edge. He doesn't seem to be phased when the team is down. He doesn't seem to be phased when things are going wrong because his mindset is always ahead. You know I always t- I, I tell my clients when you' when you're driving your car, where are you looking? at, at the front windshield or the rear view mirror. You know, if you're looking out the front windshield, you're looking ahead. If you're looking in the rear view mirror, you're looking behind and you're gonna crash. And that's why to me, I think effort, focusing on effort, focusing on confidence, focusing on attitude, they're going to be the, the keys that are going to get us success today. Now, we'll see what happens with both these games when they're done. But I think that's going to be a big part of it. You've got two equally balanced teams, number one and number two ranked defenses, you know, two of the top quarterbacks, and we'll just see. We'll see what happens. But I think you know, that the last five years, when you, you've looked at these championship games that have been here in Kansas City, which the Chiefs won three, and lost two in overtime. What I found more than anything else was that when the Chiefs won, there, there was more of a focus on just the effort. And when they lost, they talked about screwing up. So I think that's what it comes down to. To me, I'm a little bit biased as a sports psychologist. That's where my mindset is. But I've worked with too many athletes, too many sports, too many levels from you know, youth sports to the Olympics. This is what I see and i think in the end we'll hear discussions about effort discussions about confidence discussions about attitude on the teams that win because to me those are the things that are going to be the res- that, 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 that will determine the results next week when i come back on the air we'll talk about the results so let's hopefully we will talk about the chiefs going to the super bowl which would be great if we can get to that point this has been an incredible an incredible run, and we'll see where it goes from here. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. I hope you enjoy the show. You can always reach me at my office. My number is 816-561-5556. My email is drj, like Dr. J, drj at W-I-N-N-E-R-S, unlimited.com. You can always give me a call at my office at 816-561-5556. Like I said, taking on new clients. I give talks on these things all the time. love to hear from you. If you've got new topics, different things you'd like me to bring up on the show, feel free to give me a call. Let me know. Send me a, an email. I love doing this show because in the end it comes down. When you have two athletes who are physically the same, want the one with a stronger mind will come out on top. And what's a stronger mind? It's about believing in yourself. It's about being prepared properly, having the right focus on effort, having a positive realistic attitude, and then that gives you self-confidence. And when you're able to do that, you have a greater chance to succeed than if you focus too much on the results. You know, when you play a game, obviously you're going to be aware of the results, what's going on, but then the focus has to be on what's it going to take to get what we want. It'll be very interesting today to see what happens in these games. Obviously, as a Chiefs fan, I want the Chiefs to win, as most people here in town do. I know there are people that don't. But it's, it, it's, it's been an incredible, I think as a sports fan, an incredible uh, run of exhilaration if, 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 to watch this team grow. And, and here's what's interesting. I saw in the paper today, there are only five players on the team right now. They're on the team five, when we went, uh, uh, lost to the Patriots in overtime in the, in the first AFC championship game. Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, James Winchester, and, and Harrison Bucker. That's it. Just five guys are left from that team five years ago, which to me, is is just truly amazing, and that's where it comes out to the coaching, and the direction the coaches give, and the emphasis that they have. You know, at some point, I'd love to do an interview with Andy Reid, Steve Spagnola, and see what they have to say. I met Steve, my wife and I met Steve Spagnola last year after the Super Bowl on, on a plane. Wonderful, wonderful man, very friendly, very personable, and a down to earth guy, and he gets it. Just talking to him, I can tell he gets it. And that's why I think the Chiefs are, in part, where they are defensively. Anyway, have a great week. Hope you've enjoyed the show. Love to hear if you have any comments or, or points you'd like to make. Like I said, my email is drj at winnersunlimited.com. My phone number is 816-561-5556. Let's go, Chiefs. Talk to you next Sunday. In Leader in Sports, Sports Radio 810 WHB.